What does the Lord require but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with God? Micah 6.8. Probably the most personally impactful sermon I have ever heard was on this verse. And the truth is, I don't remember anything else about the sermon except for one thing. It was when I was in college. And growing up in a small town in northeast Alabama, I had never really encountered firsthand urban poverty. Certainly in center, there were people that I knew that I went to school with who struggled, but it wasn't as it wasn't as obvious as seeing a homeless person in downtown Birmingham or doing a tutoring ministry in one of the public housing communities. And so I was just starting to ask questions about what does my faith say about those living in poverty? What does my faith have to say about a world where there are huge inequities and imbalances? And so it was my sophomore year when I heard this sermon, and I will always remember what the preacher said. He said, notice that the prophet did not say the Lord requires us to be just, but to do justice. If the prophet was asking us to simply be just, then it would be enough for me to simply treat people fairly. But instead, the prophet took a much more active approach to do justice. And his point was wherever there is an injustice, wherever there is inequity, we as people of faith, we as followers of Jesus have a responsibility to act. We have a responsibility to do justice. And so that sort of became my mantra. I would tell anybody who listened to me that I was passionate about social justice. And that was true to this day, but it was true from that moment where I would say that over and over again throughout the rest of my time in college and seminary and when I first started out as a pastor. And I really took heed to that part about doing, that justice was active, that we had to put in the work. We had to, to work for justice, whether that meant talking to elected officials or showing up at protests and demonstrations or doing on-the-ground community work. Justice work was active. And to be honest with you, during a lot of those years of my life, while I was so busy being active, trying to do justice, my prayer life fell by the wayside. Sometimes I found myself too tired to pray. Or sometimes I would think, no, the point is to be active. The point is to doing justice. After all, the prophet is talking about not just doing justice, but God being dissatisfied with the people's rituals that mean nothing if they don't lead to action. And yet what I found out was that action without prayer simply leaves you exhausting. And it can lead to self-righteousness. I love that the prophet paired doing justice with walking humbly with God. I think one of the great sins of social justice-minded Christians like me is that it's easy to fall temptation to a sense of self-righteousness, like, you know, we are the ones working for justice. What about y'all? But that's not the kind of justice the prophet is talking about, the kind of justice that sets me up and above someone else. Rather, true justice recognizes that I'm implicated in the very things that I'm opposing, but it also means that doing the work of justice means I have no place to look down on anyone else. 
But if I imagine a world, if I believe God imagines a world where no one is looked down upon, then I kind of have to practice that. And one of the best ways that I have found to keep a sense of humility, particularly when relating to people who may disagree with me, is in my prayer life. I'm struck by Jesus's commandment to love your enemies and pray for them. And what strikes me so much is that I can't will myself to love anyone, but I can will myself to pray for them. And in my experience, the more I pray for someone, the easier it is for me to love them. That the work of justice is not about winning. It's not about beating those that I think are the oppressors. Rather, the work of justice is creating a world where there are no oppressors and where there are no oppressed. And I think a lot of that work is not just about yelling or shaming or calling people out. It's about building relationships with them because my guess is that most people, most people don't want to actually be hurting people. But the way to help people on that path is to journey with them. And I can't do that with people who I often find just really difficult or people who I often find, no, there's no way they can be on the right side of that issue if I haven't spent a good bit of time praying. But I think there's an even more important reason why justice work demands that we pray. And that is, is that it reminds us that God is God and we are not. That if we are to take a a big picture look at the world, there is so much injustice. And if we believe, if we feel that our call is to, to build a world of justice for everyone, that can feel really, really overwhelming. In fact, it can feel so overwhelming that it can paralyze us. Because it's not just one group of people who are oppressed. It's not just one issue that we have to care about. It's so many people, so many issues. And sometimes we don't even know where to start. And in my prayer life, that's the time when I remember that it is not my responsibility to solve these problems. It is not my responsibility to bring in the kingdom of God. That's what God has already done through Christ. It is my responsibility to live in such a way that makes the the kingdom manifest in how I live and how I move and how I act and how I treat people. But it is not my job to usher it in. God has already done that. And the way I attune myself to that reality is through prayer, through remembering that God is God and that I am not. And I think it's only from that place, that place of knowing knowing that God is God, knowing that God is ultimately the one who will bring about God's kingdom, that my prayer life can make the final turn in praying for justice. And that is to give me a much more expansive view of the world. Because when I'm in a place where I trust that God is God, then I know that I can care about these things. I can care about these people. I can care about these issues without accepting the full weight of responsibility of changing them. That responsibility belongs to God. And so in prayer, when I pray about racial justice or when I pray about justice for women or when I pray about those who are um, victims of some of the most brutal conflict in the world, then that helps me to become mindful of those who are suffering from injustice. 
It brings them into my heart and into my mind in ways that it wouldn't otherwise. It helps me to care more. Not to feel a heavier weight or a heavier burden, but to recognize that there is still so much wrong in this world. And there is still so much work to do. And that is through prayer that I find both the awareness of what is wrong by lifting them up to God, by making their concerns my own, but at the same time the balance of recognizing that it is not my responsibility alone to do something about it. A good friend of mine, Hill Carmichael, who's a pastor in this, in this conference, once said something that has really stuck with me. He said, growing up, so many of us are told that we have the possibility to change the world. We can kind of take that on as almost a calling. We're here to change the world. But Hill takes a different approach. Hill said that I don't think we're called to change the world, but I think we're called to love the world. And I think he's really on to something because changing the world feels overwhelming. Changing the world makes me think that it all depends on me. Changing the world makes me think that those who don't want to see the changes that I'm working for are somehow evil. But loving the world means that, yes, of course I'm going to work to change the things that I think are wrong. But it means that ultimate responsibility is not mine to bear. It is God's. And it means that I am called to love all of those who are suffering, but I am also called to love all of those with whom I disagree. And the role of faith, then, is to trust that it is through loving the world well that God can use me to bring about justice in the world. And the best way I know to create that change within me, the change to love unconditionally this world just as God does, is through spending time in prayer. <laughs>